Yay Networks. As much as I don't like to admit it, I feel like my life's always been hectic. Even before I met you, Francisco, and then had a baby with you, uh, my schedule's always been really tight. I just like to stay busy, and Daily Harvest makes it so easy to continue living your hectic lifestyle, but actually be healthier, make better decisions when it comes to mealtime. I used to just drink their smoothies. That was the first thing they had. Now they have these harvest bowls. They have lattes. They have the flatbreads that I know are your favorite in particular. Let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash fittish to get up to $40 off your first box. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically Fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's For worth sure. it, right? Yeah. You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media, and you're like, you're not gonna post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I gotta go. Babe, home. the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, but I found your heart. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Fittish Podcast. I look like I just climbed out of a hole. I look terrible. More You're like dressed jail. So <laughs> more because like you jail. have like your jumpsuit. Don't forget, these are now on YouTube. I think we have far more people that just listen in the car, but Fran and I do a video now every week. We've gotten back to that. We were doing it from our still relatively undecorated home, still partially unpacked and undecorated. It's minimalist, home. yeah. I realize that's why I end up with, I, I, I do, I gravitate towards like nice white walls that don't stay white for long, but it's uh, like, no, I just, we need some art. Uh, I've been having a lot of exchanges lately with, uh, you know, when I post up complaining about how Remy's going to have his driver's license by the time I decorate this house and we probably won't even be in this house anymore, but people say, why is it, I know decorating so hard, like I've lived in mine for two years and I still haven't. And I think it's because... I see lots of stuff on the internet, right? Like, oh, I want to do that. But when money is an object, when money is, you know, they say money is no object. Money is definitely an object. And like everything that I want, like, is just so expensive. Like when we moved, I bought a few things and I was like, okay, pause. It's just hard to commit. It's hard to commit to color and to things and to art and to find stuff that's affordable. It doesn't look like I you just in like. I lived in Kessler Park for almost three years. And. It was perfectly white, decorated, you know? It had like a glimpse of art here and there. It had a couch, it had it was furnished, but it was minimalist. I didn't so ever like got a around. Chic jail. It was more like a jail chic. Jailhouse like, chic. Well, I was in my twenties, so it was more like a chic uh frat house. Mm. Oh, frat house chic. Yeah, I love it that. Was how uh, like frat house chic. Mm-hmm. I had really With nice like furniture because I was doing staging. With like towels in the bathroom that like stood up on their own? No, because um, I was going to this gym where I was always taking the towels and bringing my dirty towels, you know? Oh, so that's a habit that you've kept, right? 100%. No, I I, the only thing I didn't keep is a gym membership. Our bathroom closet has so many towels from various gym studios, which is also kind of gross because like I don't really want those I mean I use them to wipe off sweat in class but I very rarely have accidentally taken no, a towel no, no. and the, the worst thing is if you see a towel that has any gym or workout studio branding on it has to be from years ago so it's not only the fact that it's gross because 1000 people used it before you're just so funny because you wash your hands a million times a day and I mean, even before we had a baby, right? I think we all wash our hands more once you have a baby before you hold the baby if you've been out all day. I do too. I wash, I mean, but I was never a person that like washed my hands all the time. Anytime you even touch something like sticky, you're always washing your hands, which is so funny the way you are about germs, yet you're literally like using other people's Oh, no, no, like, but the thing floss. is psychology is here. So I believe that in that gym that I used to go, they washed the towels with that like super heavy chemical that they use like in the Holocaust. So I'm pretty sure everything is there. What chemical they use in the Holocaust? What That's are you horrible, talking horrible, about? Horrible reference, but that, that is a horrible reference. It was a cleaning part of a cleaning product. And it was really good at killing germs. Also, and never mind. 
But it was a real. What I was trying to go with this. You guys see what's happening, friends? Is that friends scrambling, and I'm not trying to save him. I was like, you're on your own Holocaust no, Island what right I, now. What I was trying to say is that the towels are really, really clean. <laughs> Got it. I didn't even know there was a, a, a cleaning item. That, I mean, of course that makes sense. So could you have not just maybe used the term like they use in hospitals or like medically strong or like abrasive? There's a lot of other options there. I just have a dark mind. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so I apologize. Not mean to offend anybody. Never do. Oh, we always do and never mean it. It's fine. It's it's difficult these days. I don't think you were you weren't trying to insult someone and you weren't you weren't being a doubter. Or make light out of anything. Okay. Like, it, it wasn't I'm like gonna make just... a disclaimer. I wasn't trying to make light out of anything. Insult no, I know you anybody. weren't. Uh, people know that. People that listen know that. No, but no, I'm glad like uh, I always worry. Like I think I know you really well, but it'd be one of those things, you know, like when like if you were to bring up, because we want to talk about like a conspiracy theory. And, you know, when I find, I, I don't know if y'all have gone through, of course you've gone through this with Facebook and seeing people's opinions that you didn't ask for. Um, <clears throat> but when you start seeing people that have really gone down that QAnon, like kind of rabbit hole, just conspiracy theories in general, right? Um, especially ones that are like, holocaust doubters and they've tried to compile all this evidence to show that it like didn't happen like even though survivors have spoken about it or you know they've done that with school shootings and stuff too and i swear to y'all like i've I, I hate to say like you i've lost friends over it but like i will never speak to you again <laughs> like you're a psychotic crazy person and then you post it on facebook like with all these facebook facts backing it up that like this particular like horrible tragedy that's like part of history never happened i do understand though the mentality of how people go through things like this right like the paul mccartney's not the real paul mccartney like that's something that kid and jc and i got on for a while now you know i don't i don't know you know i mean i think the paul mccartney's the real paul mccartney but i do see how you can make facts line up you know you can pick and choose certain pieces of data and you can kind of make it support your theory but um yeah if you had come out of the gate like even now even today being the father of my child and you were like i don't think that event in history happened i would be like well, no. I think I, it's I, time for us to go our separate ways. So that's all it takes. But no. We were talking about a conspiracy theory. No, lately. but the thing is that yes. Yeah, so the the other thing is that the only conspiracy theory I have is that all of this is a simulation. Simulation. Yeah, like we're just part of a bigger experiment. That's possible. Speaking of, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because Fran and I were last night having an interesting conversation. Now, we are not the show for conspiracy theories. Don't want to hear them. Um, well, I want to hear them for about 10 seconds, then I want to swipe. But Fran and I got on some TikTok algorithm that was referencing a lot about like what's been going on with all of the, well, what started as like a Chinese spy balloon and all these other balloons. And I saw... Uh, a quick clip and you actually brought it up before I even saw this. And I think the one I saw was Steven Spielberg talking about it. So his was nothing more than just like his inquiring mind. But you said this the other day, you said you are wondering, cause it's very clear, right? That whatever these are, or there's, there's something going on, right? Like it's definitely space related. Apparently the, the, the clip I was actually watching stemmed from a real piece of news where they talked about all the heads of the different military branches getting together saying, we think the public's ready to know certain things. And so for them to say that shows, obviously, that, like, they, of course, know about a lot of, like, extraterrestrial, like, stuff that's been going on over the years that they, they think that we're finally ready. And so what Spielberg was saying, which has echoed exactly what you were saying, which I think is amazing, which really only makes sense, I guess, if you can kind of process the movie Interstellar, which space and time and that I love Christopher Nolan movies, but Interstellar, it's kind of hard, in my opinion, to digest what's going on there because you're like it challenges everything we know about time and but basically he was saying what you were saying is that he believes and would find it very interesting if what's coming to us is actually us from like coming back coming back which that's so confusing like what a mind trip but to think about that, that but it's actually us which in a positive uplifting way means like some of us survived right because that's what that's saying, right? Is that no, they left so and that the time has passed. They left a long time long, ago. They left a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're coming back. But also, it like, I but think do we the, know of the concept missing? of time 
is is really really strange already within itself like the concept of time i was trying to explain interstellar year, to the girls uh, at my office the light other day years and stuff like yeah. that but you know i was trying to explain just momentarily kind of like the martian what they touched on in that movie mm -hmm. too which is so strange y'all i hate space i don't even know why we're talking about it it was one of the first things i told friend when we started dating i was like i hate space we were so just to put a uh, context like second third late day second date and like the <laughs> apple tv out of space the screensaver one of the screensavers screensaver from apple tv comes up and it's like there is nothing or there's very few things i want more than to be able to see the earth from that angle and i look at her and like she's i hate space <laughs> i was like well noted i only gonna buy one ticket for that trip it's gonna be cheap i was thinking today no now it's were... not because now i'm taking my son so it's two tickets I was thinking, I, I'm not giving him a permission slip for that. I was thinking about why I hate space, and I think it's kind of like the magnitude of the unknown and how small we are, and I just don't think it benefits my life in any way to like get too far in, and there's so much that's unknown, so to spend a lot of time talking about anything that's kind of TBD, I just don't like wasting a lot of time on the TBD. If we talked about showbiz, like for hours. Showbiz? Like, like talking about the but, Kardashians. But that's not TBD. But that's also like. Why do you always bring up Kardashian bullshit? <laughs> we you literally never talk about it. You just do it because, because it pisses me the fuck off. it pisses you off. Yeah. Like I literally don't watch it. But yeah, I don't even. But showbiz, I got paid for a living to talk about showbiz. No, I know. Do you get paid to talk about space? No, but it's intriguing. It's definitely intriguing, but like you find watches and like buying meth trailers intriguing. Like I don't find that intriguing. Now will well, I listen to it for five shit. minutes? Where is the money that you've made from the, that? The, the next stuff you will see it in the garage soon. <laughs> anyway, I'm just expressing to you just because you feel differently than me doesn't mean that I'm wrong. Absolutely not. Or that you're wrong or right. It's just that I don't find. I was just trying to express to the audience why I don't like space. And here you're coming at me about it. I don't like it. At least I have a strong stance on it. I don't like it because I think it's the magnitude of it. But when you look at it from your house and you see the stars, doesn't make you wonder. Doesn't make you what? Like, like. Do you know how I feel, what I feel about similarly, but it's more tangible is the ocean. Like, I feel that the magnitude oh, of the ocean, it's scary, it's amazing. I still think that there's so much down there that we don't know about, and that's also really massive. Do you know that we know more about space than the ocean? I don't think so. We only know about the space that we've discovered. Think about all the black holes and all the other, like, things going on in the galaxies. No, I just think it's really, I know I'm not alone in feeling that way. Anyway, I do think it's fascinating to think that it's us coming back. Yeah. Or they're not as civilized. Do you know what I mean? Like, we keep thinking they're, like, alien planets that are, like, way more civilized. But, yeah, what if it's us coming back? Where have they been? What have they been doing? Where have they been living? Well, I don't know, but did they need a real estate broker? I don't like, know, Like, are man. they selling land that it's, like, you want to buy land in Mars? Hit me up. And to defend showbiz, because you got a lot of women listening to this right now, I don't even have anyone to talk to about showbiz because all I want to know, and I have to ask the girls at the office, because you understand, right, that almost every woman wants to go between, for a while it was the Idaho murders, then it's the Murdoch, the Alec Murdoch stuff that was going on in South Carolina that you know next to nothing about. He killed his wife and child. He's a crazy I, person. I know that. And then people now want to talk about the Vanderpump Rules drama because it's pretty intense. And I got nothing. A, because I don't even watch it. So I don't even really know what's going on. And I just want like some bits and pieces. I just want some crumbs. I just want someone to chew up the crumbs and spit them into my I mouth. That's what Danny do in, in the office. I thought that was your sole position. <laughs> Crumbeater. The crumb. No, I want. I want these. I have like these girls that are all ten years younger than me. That I just want them to like sprinkle. Like I just like want to like just a little feed them like baby birds. So I go in. No, it's the opposite. They're supposed to feed me, and and they're supposed to tell me all about. There's like Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber drama, and yeah, I actually don't care that much about any of it but i still as someone who doesn't really have much gossip in their life in general these days i love like a little bit of like celebrity gossip because it's interesting absolutely i want like 10 minutes a day yeah i want like 10 minutes a day yeah edit it a little more curated well i mean 
Yeah, exactly. What's like a big the deal? Notes. You won't like talk to me about notes, any yeah. of it. I read very, you know, interesting, engaging, dynamic, educational material too. But I like a little bit of that. Like, I want to know. 100%. For a second. I don't watch all the episodes and... I mean, imagine if that's what I was doing with my life, that I'm making TikToks all day long about celebrity gossip. Well, maybe that'll take off. I don't know. Maybe Would you, you watch them? 100%. You don't even make it through the TikToks that I post now. I see. Like, what would you do if you looked in bed and you saw your partner and I? you already tell him? I tell him. This one's long. It's like about how I built my business. It's very niche. Not everyone's going to be interested in it. It's very long. And he was just like, I want to watch it. And then I hear him not even a minute in. I hear him. I hear Spanish on his phone, which means he has swiped already. <laughs> he didn't even watch the whole thing. So to my defense, and I, was I sitting did watch right next it, but to, <laughs> to my defense, you already seen in the making. Like I saw like for a TikTok that is two minutes. I saw two hours of making. No, so you didn't. I've, I have heard the audio and Tell I have seen when. the video. No, you didn't. Like, you were literally lying to me and the audience on camera babe, because that was edited at the office and I went into the, clo- the master closet. I heard closet you from the closet. Yeah. No, you didn't. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. I went into my audio studio, which is also and my closet also, full of clothes. I have presence the whole thing, pretty much. You have what? Presence. I've been a, a witness of your hard work. I've been a witness of, of your... Early mornings, late nights. I'll see what I go through because here I am. He texts me in the mid. I'm in the middle of work doing something. Babe, can you edit this for me for grammar? And like, it's. I was like, when do you need it by? He's like, now. And I'm like, oh, I don't even get. Can I have an hour? Can I have two hours to edit this for you? Can I give a little bit of time? I'm like on it. I'm your fucking workhorse when it comes to editing and supporting your work and your videos, you know, and you can't even give me two and a half minutes of your undivided attention to hit that like button to support maybe a comment, maybe a comment to to really show (laughs) engagement, right? A share. (laughs) I know where the love language has shifted so I can shift with it. You know, I can put messages in your TikTok. Hey, baby, what's for dinner? (laughs) What's for dinner? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And you're le- you're gone as this is airing. Yeah. I shouldn't say that actually, because then I'm home alone and people know. But yeah, I know. I have a lot of anxiety about it. So oh, pacify me. Post alarm. We have a lot of what? And a lot of weapons. That's true. No, I don't think I'm. It's not home invasion. I know we talked about this already on the show. It's but not- if you worry about the ghost that is in the in the crawling space. I just wouldn't say hi yesterday. What He's is still it? There. What is it about men, by the way, that that I I do believe that you're all kind of the same, but like it's just so funny because you just you insulted a lot of good men out there. How? There's a lot of bad men out there. Sure, and there's a lot of there's a lot of bad people in general, but I just mean this, like these niche things, right? So, and I don't know, and maybe our, I, I would love for even our producer to jump on and speak to this, but like, cause he's a man and he'll admit it or not. And he's a new dad as well, but just with stuff around the house, right? Because I know a lot of women, we've started venting, venting to each other a lot about it, but yesterday there were just like a couple things I really wanted to do around the house or I've been wanting to do right like things that just needed to happen like there's a ton of boxes and trash and like I just tell him like please just don't step over it like take it out before you go out of town and he will after like a few times of asking but he sees me cleaning I was like I want to clean I need to do laundry I wanted to get rid of a bunch of Remy's toys like I had this whole list that I had of course been telling him about I wanted to hang the shelves in Remy's room and Fran's like I need to go get into the crawl space. I'm like, right now? Like, I'm. you're watching him. I'm in the middle of doing these things around the house. And he was like, yes, I need to go into the crawl space and check on some things. You know, so it's almost that- like they just, you know, and I see women talk about this, though, because they're like, we're having a party at the house today. And there's a lot that needs to be done around the house. And the guy is like outside, like, you know, like picking weeds or doing something that's like totally irrelevant. Important. Important. No, the things that <laughs> you see a picture and I see it. Bigger picture. Yeah. No, I so, know, baby. I mean, I'm happy you want, and I'm not trying to say anything against those things that you're choosing to do. It's just when, how, timing, when, where, why, and how is really. This is exactly the, the, to my point, and you're giving credit or discrediting part of what you're saying because there's a task. I have my own tasks, and that's the time I remember the task. And when I'm it, doing 
no, 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 for sure. And the things that, that's when I'm like, I know that we can deviate a little bit of attention, but we can clear that out. And going to the crawling space is not a sexy task. It's something you have to mentalize over and over not and over again. Not arguing that. And uh, first of all, I'm a literally like a donut away not to be able to feel to be able to fit <laughs> a in the hole. donut away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it that slim? Yes. The, the, it's No, maybe it's the hole is not slim. Maybe I'm wider. The inspector got down there fine. Yeah, but the inspector was <laughs> smaller than I was. No. Oh. Well, I'm pretty sure he looked like Santa Claus trying to get into the chimney because, like, I literally lost my phone and my wallet trying to go in. Why'd you go in with your phone in your wallet? Because you never know Why when you're going to be in an emergency. What if I need to, like, I'm down there and all of a sudden I get locked in. And you I need, need your wallet? No, I need to call an emergency service. And the emergency card? service need, hey, I'm not going to go if you don't pay me. You're like, giving I, your uh, business card to the rats? Yeah. Like, what's happening? No, the down ghost there? downstairs. Oh, the ghost. So. Anyhow, uh, stop referencing a fucking ghost when I have to be here for days alone by myself. And, you know, I, I've already it's like I express my vulnerability to ghost. I want to believe. Oh, now you want to believe. I've always wanted to. Well, hopefully you don't get to believe. While I'm gone. Why would you be mean to your partner who's staying here taking well, care of your child no when cost. I have so much anxiety after the episode last time calling you crying? You should be like pacifying me you should be making me feel better right now like everything is great no ghost. like i fixed the camera could you fix one of the yeah, cameras yeah, yeah. so that one is gonna get fixed there is no humidity in our crawling space because i turned on the humidifier so you're more concerned about the humidity than about rectifying the security yeah, because, camera because i have enough security cameras and if the humidity is too high the floors are gonna start buckling so yeah well, but there's no ghost. I can assure you that I can't. This is really good timing to mention that this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We need it. We need better help. <laughs> this is the thing about therapy. I think therapy is so valuable. And of course, we're, it's really important to find the right kind of therapist. But therapy has to fit into your life at the right time. It needs to meet you where you are. And it's really hard right now with our schedule and our mentality and where we're at being parents and uh, and from like a budget perspective to, you know, go find our own therapist. You know, the other thing that happens when one partner's kind of responsible for finding the therapist, you know, you don't know what else to do but ask a friend. Who did y'all go to, right? And then you always think like, oh, well, she found the therapist, so the therapist is going to be biased, which is like never true, right? And that's kind of the great objective thing about BetterHelp is like we could both go to the computer together <laughs> and, you know, kind of go through the Q&A together talking about how we want some couples therapy, right? Yeah. And it's not like I source the therapist on my own. They'll actually match you up with someone in as little as 72 hours. And then if it's not a good fit, obviously, you know, you aren't going to get charged. They're going to find someone that you like after that. But, um, and then additionally, it's more affordable than other in-person therapy. And we could sit here, like we could do a session right now in the middle of the show. Yeah. <laughs> we could and do a session after the show. And, and it's really cool because it actually like asks you a lot about what you, what you want to improve in your life. So they will match you with someone that has that expertise. Brian and I have really benefited from therapy in different ways. I mean, I had gone to different kinds of therapy when I went through a hard time in my 20s. I mean, well before I met Francisco. Um, and I have to say, this is what I love about therapy. Now, I do like a therapist that actually gives you tangible kind of coping skills for things in your life. But something that's really helped Fran and I is kind of just learning. Now, like actually utilizing them time and time again, that takes practice, but like better communication techniques, better ways to argue because you are going to argue with a partner. Um, so anyway, if you're if you're struggling in a relationship alone, maybe with a life decision or you're feeling, you know, just like you're not yourself lately, uh, let's get you some therapy. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fittish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash fittish i it's it's this weird feeling i have when you go out of town because i actually don't really like it you know at the end of the day i don't really like it now usually it's nice because like i can keep the house a little bit cleaner but 
It has its positives. It has its positives, yeah. Or watch some. Uh, I used to use the time that you would go out of town, and you know what I would do. I, I want to say, but I don't want to piss you off. Say, watch the Kardashians. Oh no, I would watch scary movies. I don't know why you say that. Why would you try to say things to make me mad? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. We joke. Oh, it's happy. a tired joke. That joke needs a nap. Um, I no, I would watch scary movies because. You don't like them because they're not good or you're scared. I don't know. You don't like the scary movies, which is fine because, you know, we all know those of us that watch that are like horror aficionados know you got to you got to like write a lot of horror movies before you find a good one. And the things that I, you get tired of it. And first of all, I, do I get not, it. I do not like anything that could actually like like hostile or stuff like that. Actually, things that are actually happening right now. And um it's strange though. That's what I was gonna say. Since having a baby, I used to be. I would watch fucked up, dark, dark stuff. I mean, I don't care if kids died or, I mean, I didn't know that. What? Not in real life. I just mean you know scary movies, right? Like, um, well, well, think about. Um, I mean, there's there's just some that are that are really good that you haven't watched with me probably, but. Yeah, I'm just using that as an example, right? Like, there wasn't really anything that was too difficult for me to watch. And I still always prefer more suspenseful kind of stuff that's clever. But anyway, yeah, I've watched really morbid, really macabre kind of stuff. And now that I've had a child, it's, like, completely transformed. You know, if there's a kid, I don't even care if it's, like, a drama that's nominated for an Oscar. If there's anything that might have to deal with, like, child or parental, like, loss, absolutely not. Not interested, you know? I mean, granted, you don't find a lot of horror movies where they're, like, killing kids because that's, like, pretty frowned upon in general. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Sometimes that's a catalyst for things happening or the kid's, like, evil and, you know, whatever. But I don't like it. I just don't like it anymore. And then, of course, home invasion stuff, like, now being an alone in a home that looks like it's made of glass. I don't love that either. Yeah, it's just made me unsettled. No, and it's more about, like, I like horror that is paranormal. You I, said, what's the one you always reference that you liked? Well, I love paranormal activities, like the, the number one. I love, um, I think, I love the first Conjuring. It was so good. Like, I, I think the, the second one was okay, and then it just started getting too redundant. And the Annabelle spinoffs and stuff. Uh, just a little bit redundant over and over, but I like that. I like that stuff, maybe because... Did you I, ever watch The Strangers? Yeah. With me? I really liked it. Yeah, it's scary. Love that, Strangers. and uh, That's the kind of movie I find to be pretty scary. Yeah. And they What's don't do a lot like that Nicole anymore. Nicole Kidman? Is that the... The others. The others. The ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so stuff like that, I, I, maybe it was because of my religious background. So you find like The Exorcist scary? I don't find it scary. I find it like, huh. <laughs> you know, like, huh. Like, like it's, it's something that... Huh? Like, <laughs> so they said, and I was very deep into the Catholic Church. So The Exorcist, in the Catholic beliefs and experiences, they said that the, exor the exorcist, what happened to that little girl could happen to anybody that has a demonic possession. Not all, I've never seen something, nobody has ever seen that all of those things happening to one person. But Every that there's been. What do you mean? All of those things happening, like her head turning, like around her, her turning, degrees? and then going backwards, and then flotating, and all of that. So they have seen all those cases, all those isolated cases in different people, but not in one people at, at the time. And they used, that haven't been explained. That haven't been explained by science, and they used a Jesuit priest as a like help. But you never got to go to one. I've never got to. See one in person? No. I got to see videos. Because nine months into the 13-year journey was not enough to warrant you attending an exorcism or what? No. You, you, the thing is that, you again, were gonna... in the Catholic beliefs, seeing a dynamic, uh, it's like, I saw weird shit. I saw really weird shit. I heard really weird shit. And I saw very weird 
videos. I've seen videos of people that are supposedly possessed. Um, but it's is that something, something like so when you get to Rome that they show you? No, it's something very heavy. There is a class. <laughs> this actually, when you want to become a priest, one of the pro what the process, one of your uh, curriculums that you have to take is uh, it talks about the devil, about the demonic uh, powers and all that. So it's really interesting how they see it. And it's really hard to understand compared to science. And there's a couple of the things what that are, are things like, have, do you ever see the devil? What are some things we should be looking out for? No, like, well, there's a lot of things that you should be looking out for if you have those beliefs. And there's many things that we do. And like, it's just about opening the door. So that's say like people that. Like the crawl space in the house. No, that's not the door. But if you play like a Ouija board in the crawl space, that could be an opening of the door. Really? Yeah. What do you mean by opening the door? Like you like let him into your space. Let these there's a bunch of devils, you know, there's a bunch of demons. And you open that door and you allow them to break that seal that you have, that protection that supposedly God give you because you have a good like you have your own will so who's most like at risk who's a high risk demon victim anybody, <laughs> anybody. like i said like i don't know like even good people yes i think even i think good people are actually more at target because those are the ones that he wants he doesn't want the bad people he already does have those yeah they're already on his team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it's a really interesting subject. Um, of you, course, do you still believe in all of it? I, I moved past that. In I, I, my religion beliefs have shifted dramatically in the past decade, and uh, there's still a lot of things that I cannot explain. I like I've turned more into science and into nature and into like. I also like. I think you live by the rule: don't do to others what you don't like to be to you and i think that's a the rule yeah i agree and i think that's where you and i have kind of you know it's not something we weren't planning on having a religious conversation you know and i'm not religious anymore now i don't i don't judge it i do feel i feel judged by those that are religious when you tell them you know you're more agnostic but i do think that if it's like a good compass for you you know i think there's such a great religion in a lot of ways there's such a great sense of community there's beautiful stories there's just kind of beautiful ways to live your life and a great opportunity to kind of um learn and teach and i get all of that right i just my my impression over the years i've been very like formed in this sense of like so many bad things have come from like kind of religious like think about everything Absolutely. almost everything bad that happens comes from people's like deep-rooted beliefs like they kind of use religion like for wars and for you know i mean think like about extremists exactly sure yeah and so extremists and fanatics yeah for sure. and it's such a shame you know i uh so but yeah i mean i still you know show me something i guess that's kind of how i'm much more like into the tangible no. just i just have always felt that i'm a good person with a good compass like my, I, I, I did I, some I church when i was young exactly but what matters yeah. i think like and i'm no one to say or, or, or well, the, your story to make is more some weight yeah. on what I believe or not, but I believe no. that that yes, it's just matter of karma as the belief of karma. Like, just what you put out there is going to come back. Uh, about all of these things that I've seen or experienced, there's things that are still yet haven't been able to fathom in the scientific eye. Mm -hmm. Like one of the most like miracles you would say yeah right? like one of the one of the toughest parts and it could be maybe someone can help me out with this one but one of the things that i think that is the toughest thing to explain or understand is guadalupe's virgin of guadalupe's reign like that painting has hundreds of years was painted with a paint that should, should have been you've been erased 20 years after it was painted has been through an explosion and it's intact something like that it's just i don't know enough about anything that you just said to speak to that but it's just crazy i like i mean i think i don't know 
I'm I've I've leaned so much more science brain on things in general. So I'm not opposed to and I do understand why people feel a certain way, why they reject it, why they gravitate towards it, why we want explanations for things, why you yearn for like a greater sense of purpose. So it's not that it doesn't make sense to me. It's just I think once you kind of hit this point of I'll just be very frank at something that really set with me heavy for a long time. And I hope that y'all accept me for this. But, you know, going through the loss of someone close to you and it was I I started feeling this way about not being as religious, I should say, not believing in one thing like that um, a while back. And it was like really kicked into gear for me, like when we started going on those kids, kids trips and, you know, kid and I would have a lot of conversations about it. And it was so interesting because you find, you know, some of these families and maybe some of you actually listen to this show that have been on that trip. I mean, that trip is obviously life changing. You know, it's meeting you where you're at. Right. So at the time I didn't have children and my religious beliefs were kind of up in the air and I, you know, had this job. So part of it was work and I'm connecting with these families. And, you know, I have like really never been so impressed by some of the people that I met on this trip. And it's a shame because, you know, they're going through really trying difficult times, right? Because, I mean, here we are traveling with children that are chronic, some terminal, um, some that, you know, many that are no longer here anymore. And now as a parent, I cannot imagine, you know, and I mean, I can imagine and it's your worst nightmare to go through some of these things. And um, and then additionally, of course, you're going to find meaning and reason behind it. But what I started seeing at like a massive volume, I mean, you got to think I'm meeting 50 families 10 years over. I mean, this is hundreds and hundreds of people. And I'm going, these are really good fucking people. I mean, most of them are really good people, really nice, really hardworking. And these bad, unpredictable things that are happening to their families, right? And how, like how, I mean, how is there something greater here? You know, I think maybe, and I think a lot of people that see a lot of stuff like that probably have a lot of questions. And I know a lot of you would tell me, oh, like, yeah, your faith is going to be challenged and da, 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 da. And I think it's wonderful. If you have made peace and you find that there's a reason for this, that's fine. But I just kept looking at it going, life is hard and random and uh, you know, like that's just kind of what I would be left with. Like, oh, because it was just like so many bad things happened to so many undeserving people, so many religious people, so many people that are just good people, right? And good things happen to really bad people sometimes, right? Like, I feel like heaven and hell is a place on earth. Like, we're living in it. One hundred percent. Like, it's here. That's you know, what my grandfather used to say. I do. I feel that way. You live your hell here. But you know, we. I think talking about religion. It's very true. And talking about religion and talking about science, right, and kind of presenting this to Remy, it's such an interesting conversation to have. And we'll kind of probably just deal with it, you know, as we go, because I grew up kind of being taught all sorts of things and then having the power to make my own decisions. But something we love on a much lighter note, but still scientific related, KiwiCo is a sponsor of the Finnish podcast. And I think some of y'all have utilized your discount code to go buy it. And we're about to give you a really good one. But we love this subscription amazing stuff it's so amazing and you know what i think we're actually due for the next one for remy because now he's you know he's growing he's changing Can't developing and i'll say and i know a lot of moms feel this way you know what where what are they supposed to be doing you know you only know when you google it or go to the doctor like what is he into you know what should a one-year-old be doing you know are they pointing are they playing with textures are they learning about you know kind of step by step like i go through my morning routine with him and show him how i make coffee and i say it aloud because i've heard that they can learn kind of cause and effect like you put this in here and cooking with him but kiwico really helps you facilitate some of this because they know developmentally like what's appropriate depending on the child's age Age, right. And so, you know, when they're little and they just have the panda crate to choose from, you know, they're very into textures. Right. So you'll have kind of the black and white, the black and white books and more sensory sort of things. And I forget all the names of the specific toys that we had. But do you remember we had the little braided ball yeah. and certain things that make noise? And so they're just more into the kind of the sensory activities. Right. But once you have like a an adolescent. We have a toddler now, right? But anyway, you get it. There's all sorts of stuff. And let's say he's in into science, right? That he wants to learn about space with daddy. The stuff that mommy's like, I don't know about space, but he likes space or he likes rocks. Like right now he loves trucks. They have activities that are going to lean more science-based, right? If that is something that's going to spark joy and creativity within your child. So cool. So many cool stuff, like even to help like their 
motor skills. Like their motor skills and then their innovation and there's engineering putting projects. Putting things together. Putting things together. Things amazing. Like, and, and then at some point, they even have boxes that are like good through the teenage years, the crates. And so just imagine like I'm going to be struggling, you know, when he's trying to do the one when he's like, you know, a teenager. I'm going to end up having a really hard time yeah. <laughs> trying to do the crate with him. <laughs> even imagine trying to help him through his homework then. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line when you go to KiwiCo.com and use the code FITISH. Okay, so KiwiCo is spelled, it's like the fruit, K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Make sure you enter the code FITISH before you check out so you can get that 50% off your first month. And by the way, I would recommend this would be like a great gift if you know someone that's having a baby or they're having a birthday and you don't know what to get them. This would also be great for um, for a gift as well, right? Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. Fran, I actually like love hearing about your religious experience going back to that. I think a... Um, I think a lot of people probably feel that way. We weren't even really intending on getting into that today, but I find it so fascinating. You've lived like nine lives. Yeah, it feels like it. When you told me that too, and kind of thinking about where I'm at on my religious journey, I was like, oh, because you know, it's a fundamental thing. It's almost like politics in a way, like if you don't kind of agree on certain fundamental things with a life partner, it can be really challenging, right? Now, I, I think we could vote set differently and be okay with it. But like, if you were like very adamant about being, you know, pro-life and I'm pro-choice, like I wouldn't really want to argue that with you. You know, there's just like certain things I think that can be really difficult in a relationship um, and a friendship too, right? Like as yeah. you get older and, you know, I've had female friends, like I'm saying that I... I there have been people that I know too well that you learn that they feel a certain way about something. And, and I don't know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not proud to say, I mean, I've definitely had friends that we don't agree politically on things and that's okay. Right. Because we don't talk about it a whole lot and it is what it is like that shouldn't affect my life very much. Right. But when they start to post about things like doubting, you know, certain things or like, like if I had a friend that was like storming the Capitol building on January 6th, I would have been like, I'm not available for dinner anymore. You know, like that's just a little beyond my um, my realm of like what I want and in, in friendships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like Jenna, we're getting on a plane and we're, I was like, do y'all know me? Like this is the antithesis of who I am as a person. Like I'm not storming a Capitol and that's weird <laughs> that you went and did that. And like illegal in a way. One hundred percent. So it's just funny because you start editing your friends by the beliefs that you start building up. Also, when you're growing up, like you you become certain about certain things. Like you become certain about what you like, what you don't like, and and you start choosing the people around you. And that's a great thing because they said that you are the closest five people around you. You're the what? the closest five people are around you or you will become that. Oh, you'll become the people that you're close yeah. to. Oh, for sure. You're kind of a reflection, right? Well, it's just like in a relationship. I don't know if y'all have you and I started rubbing off on each other. I'm pretty sure. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we have a kid together. So if we haven't, he's melted into it. I know it's so interesting to kind of start seeing what kind of mannerisms he's going to have. Right. Like, is it normal that he, do, do do kids do just like weird things? Like I find him doing this with his fingers a lot. That's his sinister. Like, his sinister? Like, no. Planning his next move. He just, I don't know if it's just exploratory behavior that they start feeling around, but I'm assuming it's not just me. Fran gets very upset. Will you put on earmuffs? Frank gets very upset when I say things like this, but like I'll often, and maybe every parent feels this way, but you'll, you see your kid doing some like weird repetitive behavior and you're like, I, I don't know. Is there something going on with him? You know, is that normal or is this like an early sign of autism? You know, I think about that every day when I watch him yeah. do stuff and Fran gets like very upset. Yeah. Because I think first of all, I believe my personal opinion, uh -oh. it's really, it's not good to 
try to label everything. Like label oh, yeah, everything like of the bat. Like yeah. oh the kid is weird. Oh he has autism. Oh the kid is doing that. Oh he's gay. Oh the like it's like it's just let him roam let him go through his life through his infants through his toddler years and explore like it's just and if I'm i have an autistic to label kid, him. No, I, I will love him no i'm not saying that either i'm not saying it like maliciously it's just i'm bringing up a question like is it normal as a parent of course it is right i have to think to like look at stuff your child does what he's sitting here and he's like twitching and being like <laughs> little that he know he got a fucking horrible ear infection yeah being like is that normal is he okay you know but but you know what i mean just like the weird little mannerisms they have like your mind can't help but wonder and it's just that's how you and i are different as parents like you are concerned in every moment about him like falling on his butt and i don't i'm letting him roam and like i want him to explore and i think more about long-term stuff when i watch him his behavior or i just you know that's where my mind wonders too you know like just the things that would be really difficult to manage like your child getting cancer and like these things that happen right like and i'm so sorry if you've been through that because that's the stuff that worries me you know the well, stuff that's like really more out of because all of that's out of our control you know and you just hope that it doesn't happen and it's just a terrible thing to have yeah, to go through sure um but yeah that's what stresses me out right well i'm stressed out of him falling off his butt because i see how a butt will open doors, you know? Like, I don't have a butt, so it's... it's a butt will uh, open doors? What? <laughs> like, if he's autistic, at least he has a butt. It's <laughs> like a super gay thing to say, his butt will open doors. Like, okay. No, women like men with butt. No? Women like men with butt? Yeah, with, a, like, a nice butt. Oh, you're just talking about your actual, like, ghost butt physique yes. that you have? Like, yes. you don't have any definition yes. back there? Yeah, so I'm talking, like, I want him to have some definitions. I'm worried about that. But friend, like if you did squats and actually put kidding, effort actually. into your butt, you would have a little more of a butt. Oh, right now, the only thing I'm worried so is what opened, what, I'm being a dad. What opens, squats are not in the schedule. <laughs> what opens doors for you? Oh, my, my brains. Your brains. Yeah. Really. And the amazing looks, but. Oh, wow. You're full of confidence today. Yeah. Yeah. And then yesterday and hopefully tomorrow. Just in time for your out-of-town trip to the beach? Are your feet going to touch sand this time? I hope not because I haven't got a manicure, a pedicure yet. So, Your feet touched sand last time? Hey, my feet touched sand. It didn't even touch the ground. I had to turn around and come back because of this psycho nanny. Oh, right. That was the whole thing about not touching sand. I was so jealous. I was yeah. like, I want to go to the beach. We've thought about it. I don't know if you ever travel with your partner for work, but it's, you know... It's like a, a great idea in theory, and then it comes down to it, and it's like, I mean, I don't really want to stay here by myself for a long time, but at the same time, like, it's a lot, you know, well, to spend money to go, even though you get to go cool places, you're going to the Riviera Maya, right, in Tulum? Sketch. I'm going to go to Mayakoba, and then I'm going to go to see a couple of new listings that we have coming up in Tulum. We're going to have stuff. Uh, for all prices. <laughs> Why are you turning into like a salesperson? No, because I want to tell them what I'm doing. You brought it up. So yes, yeah, so we're, we're, I'm going to go for We'll it. have things of all prices. You will be getting a discount. Yeah. You have a discount code you want to throw out there? No. Uh, no, it's exciting. I think it's great. And uh, I would love to go with you, but it sounds like a lot of logistics, right? To, well, and it's expensive with spring break week coming up. No, and it's not only that. Like, We'll I'd be, be mommy alone there. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. be traveling. Like, we, we're, we're going to be in Tulum one day. Then we're going to be in Playa del Carmen. Then we have meetings in Mayacoba. So, it's going to be a lot of moving Is it Playa kind of dangerous now? Well, there's some areas, like, everywhere in every part in the world. But um, it has gotten much better. Of course, Mayacoba is a city within itself. Like, it has its own security and everything. So, nothing to worry about that. But, safetyness in well, Carmen has gone better than what you heard in the news a couple of years ago. Well, while you're gone, you are going to be disappointed to hear that our daily harvest order is arriving. Don't eat the flatbread. Don't eat the flatbread. 
You can have the shakes. Just leave me one or two. Okay. You know, we can add more in the app. Daily Harvest is something Fran and I love, and we argue over who gets to eat what, because the reality is, like, I mean, the flatbreads are shareable, I guess, but they're small. They're, uh -uh. they're more for, they're not really shareable. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's more for, you know, like a one-person meal kind of scenario, but they have such delicious, you know, ready-to-go, frozen, frozen things. Uh, harvest bowls, soups, snacks. My favorite still remain the smoothies, lattes. Fran loves the flatbread. Um, I like the flatbread too. I just honestly like never really get one because he's eating them late at night. <laughs> We're going to have to change. It's very like easy too to customize what you want in the app and you can kind of break down and look through all the ingredients. I actually made something recently, the tomato and zucchini minestrone soup. I love a good soup. I'm not great at making soups on my own. I love being able to heat up a soup on the go. It's like, I love, you just don't find a lot of frozen pre-made stuff that's still really healthy with really good and organic really ingredients. Good. I don't know how they freeze it, if they flash freeze it or how they do it because the ingredients feel fresh when you make them. Yeah, we, we really like it. And it, they make it so easy because, like I said, it's going to show up at the front door. Uh, again, you can choose, you know, how many items you want on a, you know, weekly, monthly, every other week kind of basis. But uh, let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash fittish to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash fittish for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash fittish. Save yourself some money. Try it out. Can you hear that gremlin? Can you hear that little dinosaur in the background? Local. We do have some questions um, that we got coming in. Just a few because we posted this morning. So, um, Hannah, what is your home design plan for the new house? Mm, you're giving us way too much credit there, Hannah. My home design plan consists of like before we moved in, I had this mood board with like all this inspo for every different room in the house. Now... Like I hung a picture yesterday, got one picture that I've had. I put two shelves. I got shelves for Remy's room, some acrylic bookshelves. I had Fran put those in because you're really good at that kind of thing. That would have taken me a while. But like you got your level and your belt and your. I need a belt. Yeah, you do. And your tool bag and your drill bits and you got that good. You got it good. You got it mounted. It looks so good. Sturdy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this sign is, uh, I think we have become that people that we see something that we like and we just get it and maybe things are not going to start matching up, but fuck it. Yeah, it's hard. It's also hard to agree, right? I mean, I think Fran would let me do whatever I wanted, but he doesn't always like love everything. And I think, like I said earlier in the show, when I first, when we first moved into this house, I wanted to get this office that we're in right now done, which I still want to paint in a different color, but then you want to paint something and it's like, mm, am I going to like that? It's hard work. It's expensive to get someone to come paint, to buy the paint. And then am I going to like it forever? But I do love when I see other homes and other people in like a clean way still commit to color. But yeah, so I think it's just hard. I think budgeting is really tough because it's really overwhelming, right, for any of us when you buy a house. Like it takes a huge chunk of money to buy a house and um, it just hasn't been a priority to to commit to decorating. I'm at least, Remy's room's the priority. It's almost done, aside from like hanging some art on the wall. It's been done, but I wanna like finalize it and feel good about it. By the time I finish, it's gonna be time for a little boy bed, <laughs> but we, the room will stay the same, yeah. so we're there. So yeah, I need to get a little bit of art done, but I mean, yeah, we have this, in our master bedroom, we have so much area back there that I just think is not like used as best as it could be. Because we have this huge sunken jacuzzi tub in a in the bath area, right? Because it's like we have our bedroom, then we have the closet and sinks and stuff, vanities. Like and then very there's Japanese like a style. shower. It is. And it's like Japanese style, but like also very kind of like, I don't know, 70s style, like sunken. And it's great. Like I get in it with Remy. We take baths with him in there sometimes. It's not even really the type of bath, like a soaking tub. It's not like that. It's not like I would want to get in there, but it's like a full round it's jacuzzi. Jets. It's huge. And all I was doing sitting there yesterday was like, man, I wish we could just take this out. And I either had more closet space or I, we could put in like a, one of those infrared saunas. No, I'm getting a uh, steam room. Where? In our shower. Oh, you're just going to convert it. Yeah, I'm just going to have a steam um, a steam machine. Oh, okay. Is that expensive? It's your birthday gift. You're welcome. 
It is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's Romy's birthday gift. He's been asking about it. So that's where we're at. But I, uh, yeah, I'm just you know day by day here. Honestly, uh, if you guys had a baby girl, what would you name her? Well, I can't tell you that because we might want to use the name. But I will say this: I gotta tell her how we know how to name her. I'm just kidding. What? I was about to say about to say Brittany. Or uh, a bunch of names we're not using. Yeah. This is what I like about names. I like androgynous. I like androgynous or gender neutral names that could go either way. I do still really like that a lot. Fran and I are probably going to stick with our names because we like the alliteration, I think. I like the kids having both having our names unless we come up with something else that we like a lot. All of my girl names, let me see if I still have them in the phone. Fran just, like, fucking hated everything. Oh, for instance, like, I really liked, when we were coming up with ours, I had, like, don't you remember? I had, like, not Rosie, but, like, Rosalie and you and your family, like, fell off your chairs. Oh, here, I have some names. You want to hear the names? I'm going to say all the names except for the two that Fran and I still have on a list that we are very likely going to use, okay? I had Finley, Effie, Avalee, Hendrix. I, okay, this one I really liked, and Fran and my dad, you kind of liked it okay. Do you remember I had Roxy, but I had it spelled R-O-K-S-I? I like Roxy. You do? Mm-hmm. I had uh, Raina. I had Rain, Rayan, like R-A-E-N. I had Raysa, R-E-S-A. Raysa spelled different ways. I have one that I'm not going to say. I had, um, oh, I, there's Remy Page and the other one we like. That's it. So, I mean, I feel like I just gave you all a lot of names that we liked and didn't use. Yeah. Oh, but that doesn't even get to the list I had before when I had, like, Winnie, Rosalie and I was like, there's a singer, Rosalia or whatever in France and Fran and everyone. You know, I guess it's the cultural thing, right? Like it's the there's certain names in Spanish that are like the Britneys, like things that are very common in English, right? And you said anything that has Rose or Rosie or Rosalie or Rosalia or any of those you said is like not a great name in Mexico. Well, no, 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 no. I'm actually gonna save Fran's face right now because he said they said something like way worse about the name. No, 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 no. So here is here's uh, what happened. I I dated a girl that had that beginning of a name, Rosa. Uh, so that's why. What I, was her I, name? Rosalia, and it wasn't great. Like the superstar. Like the superstar, yeah. But it wasn't the superstar. So just because you dated a girl with that yeah, name, yeah, but it was just it... a bad, like a bad taste, you know. Did she end up being a man or something? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, just you know. No, I don't know. We all want to no, know more. Those relationships that you have. That At you what point like... are you? Yeah, I get what you mean. I guess. Yeah. At what point are you going to learn that, like, when you say you know and you try to not talk anymore? I no, I don't know, and I want to know all. Oh, I want to know more. <laughs> Well, you don't know. I don't know. So tell us. No, we're going to keep it that way. Why? Because sometimes it has to be that you have to have intriguing stuff. Did she break your heart? Are you so upset about it? What's happening here? Oh. I don't think my heart has ever been broken. That's a red flag. (laughs) That's like such a narcissist style of thing to say. No, I think... Your heart's never been broken? I think I've always, you know, when you're in a relationship... You always go far mm-hmm. for more than six months. That you should have broken up six months before, and you pass those six months. And by those six months, you're already so fucking tired and sick of it that your heart is just you. You already have healed. Yeah, it has been broken when you realize it's not gonna work out. You know, that's crazy. You know what that means? You never dated anyone like worthy of breaking your heart. Like that just means you were just settling, like you were just dating people whose no, heart you I was could break. Excited at the beginning, and then it wasn't that exciting, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's crazy that you've never had your heart broken. I thought like everyone like should go through that at some point because that's like 
it teaches you to like well, be no, better. Like there, there's like there's times that I've suffered when there's a breakup, but not so like I've seen my friend that they suffer for like months and I suffered for like a week and then went out and I was like, okay, this is okay. We were going to be good. So you always probably lived by that saying, that mentality, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. No, 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 no. I think I've always been so consumed by my work that I cannot give the time of day. I think we're going to have to we're going to have to follow up more on this later, because I know I'm not the only one listening to this bullshit right now being like, I don't know what's going on with you, but only time for one more question. And then we got to go. I am lacking motivation to stay consistent with working out and a healthy diet. Do you have any tips? Fran? The what? I'm sorry. Did we lose your attention for just a moment? For a second. Oh, wow. Really? You just decided after you were done talking to stop, to stop listening? No, no, no. I'm just glad everyone gets to see what I go through. It's just so clear. <laughs> she said, I'm lacking motivation to stay consistent with working out and a healthy diet. Do you have any tips? And I said, Fran. Yeah, let's start a support group. I went on a run this morning. Congratulations. 20 minutes. Oh. No, I mean, the thing is, I, I'm not going to sit here. I appreciate that you look to us for advice. And I am very kind of all or nothing. And I think Francisco is that way, too. As much as I talked about being more balanced, I think that's really hard. I think sometimes you just got to go this week. I'm going to set these goals and kind of go all in it for the week because getting started is the hardest that at least in my opinion, like after you've gone a while without working out and you don't have consistency, it's just really hard to get a routine going again, right? Like that first trip to the gym or that first anything, even for me today, I've been really inconsistent lately. And I was like, I can't just rely on going to classes because then as the day goes on, if I don't make it to a class and the weather's been really nice, I'm like, I'm just going to like walk outside my front door and go on a walk for 20 minutes. And I didn't have much time, but I knew as the day went on, I had meetings. We were recording this podcast. I have other things that by the time three or four o'clock comes around, it's not happening for me. So my best advice is just doing very, very little things, right? Like just because if you don't, you know, habits, I think, are really hard to make and you can't try to overcommit, you know? Yeah, sure. You can go hard for one week and be like eating clean and working out a bunch, but like that's unsustainable. So for me, it's just like little bitty things, if that makes sense, you know, like sometimes I'll um, like, let's just say like, I'm going to take Remy on a walk every day today, just like getting the steps in and getting outside. And I'm not saying that it's easy. Like it's actually considerably more difficult now with a baby and all the kind of the responsibility that comes along with that. But Fran's different. You know, he likes to do the 530 thing. Granted, you haven't done that in a really long time because our lives have changed. And um, I think just trying to carve out healthier habits here and there, um, it's the only way to keep anything sustainable. 100%. I think um, just take it easy. <laughs> take it. Great advice, Fran. I'm glad I no. repeated the question for you so you could so, get that advice. I, I just I, think there's I, I little... Wish I wish I could have be more useful, but I'm in her same situation. Like it's not about motivation. I'm fully motivated, but it's just about priorities. Like right now, I try to stay healthy as much as I can, but my priority is to see my son in the morning and see my son at night. So I want to speak to something else that's helped me quite a bit. Now, you're going to know, I don't do this every week. And it's something that I sometimes I talk about, but I notice the weeks that I tend to do better, right? Like the weeks that I actually go do two or three workout classes in a week, go on a run or a walk on my own or walk Remy, have more energy, on and on and on. You get it. It's the weeks that I've actually spent Saturday and Sunday prepping for that week, right? Like I will sit down on a Sunday. I will get groceries. I will make a list. I'll at least plan out. I'll pre-make. I don't meal prep. I wish I was better at that, but I'll at least pre-make a little bit of food or have Fran pick up some casseroles. So like, I know I have some stuff for Remy. Um, I will think through a little bit of like what I'm going to eat, at least getting myself Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday prepared, right? I'll go ahead and book one workout class and then be like, I'm going to go. This is what I did yesterday. I don't even know if you know this. I booked a class for tomorrow and then I actually like did my run today. And I find that 
if you can start Monday off on a good note, it's like preparing yourself, right? Because you are not going to have time to exercise and go to the grocery store and cook dinner and make it healthy and da 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 da. You're not going to have time to do all of that if you wait and do it on a day by day because it's like, oh, what am I going to eat now? What am, what are we going to eat for dinner? You know, but if you actually kind of visualize the week ahead of you a little bit better and put some effort into that, I find that, gosh, I mean, especially if I meal prepped, you know, then it's like a no brainer. You have it. And there are so many great digital workout programs that I know a lot of my friends utilize just on their laptop for a second. Oh, I, well, I have a meeting in an hour. doesn't matter. Like spend, do a 10 minute workout, you know, on a mat, just stretch, go on a walk, do something. And then you kind of start realizing how much better you feel when you have it. But the only way I can do it successfully is by making it more convenient and by actually like being prepared for the yeah. week. Yeah. Because if not, then it's like we're ordering like fast no, actually, food late at night. You are and so disciplined and so amazing in that way because you actually set goals and you follow through them in your own pace. Sometimes. Not like me that I bought a mat three months ago and it's still in the packaging. You're all or nothing though. And I think that that's unsustainable for me. Cause you're like going to go work out at five 30 every morning. When you get into that habit, you're like on it and that's commendable. It's amazing that you're able to do that, but that is just not who I am anymore. You know, like I can't, I can do like one early morning workout class a week. That's another thing is just like set little goals for yourself. I'm going to work out one day this week and do it, you know, and then it builds confidence. You know, don't try and set yourself up for failure, set yourself up for success. You're going to fail. If at least for me, I'm going to fail. If I say I'm going to go work out every day this week, cause I know I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. And then I'm going to be mad about it, you know? So I'm like, I'm just going to eat pretty good. I'm not going to eat sugar for a few days. Like I'm not going to eat any dessert Monday to Wednesday. And I'm going to go do a workout class and go on one walk. Like those are tangible goals. And then I do it and I go, wow, I did it. Maybe I'll add one more thing next week. That's my advice. I don't know. Take it or leave it just 100%. since you asked. No, but I think that's, that's a great advice. Can I use your mat? Yeah. You, just not to paint fucking shit. Okay. I love you. Have a great trip. I love you so much. I promise to call you sobbing in the middle of the night at some juncture while you're away. I promise to answer. <laughs>